Hi, I'm Beck McFarland from Pop Your Business and Pop Your Career. In this podcast, I'll be speaking to entrepreneurs who have overcome adversity, made difficult decisions, challenged the status quo, and achieved amazing things in their businesses. Welcome to Brave in Business. Brie Boucher is an NLP, clinical hypnosis, and EFT tapping practitioner, a soul modes mentor, interior designer, coach, and strategist. As an online business manager and strategist, Brie supports introverted online business owners with weaving systems, strategy, and soul into their businesses so they can lead from their soul and leave the hustle behind. Brie is a launch specialist and loves nothing more than working on the big picture strategy, digging deep into systems and setting up processes and structure so that her clients' feminine energy can flow through a soul-driven launch. You can connect with Brie through Facebook, Instagram at the Brie Boucher and via www.briboucher.com. Hey Brie, thanks so much for joining me today. Hey Beck, thanks for having me. You are so very <laughs> welcome. I've been wanting to chat with you for quite some time, so it's great yeah. to have you here. To get started, I know some of the audience may not know you, so I'd love for you to tell me a bit about your business and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, sure. Well, for people that don't know, I am Beck's online business manager and strategist, among other things. And I love to help online business owners to really kind of connect with their their strategy, their systems, and like connect into their soul work so that they can kind of just flow through life and business. So I've been in the online space for a bit over two years. And in the kind of OBM world for not even like six months it's not like I can't even yeah can't even imagine like it's gone so quickly but it's it's not even been six months that I've you know moved into that change of career and yeah it's been really good and I don't know what else to tell you (laughs) well what I can tell you is that I remember when we had our our coaching call that one Sunday when you got in touch with me and said hey I think I'm going to pivot and I remember saying to you at the time, hey, do you want to come and join my team? Like, I think yes. this could be a good option for you. And so it's been really exciting from an outsider's perspective to see you kind of make this change and move into this area of business because mm. it really is so aligned with your skills and your capabilities. And I know that even just, you know, having you as my online business manager for the last few months has just been such a revelation. It's almost like I didn't realized that I needed an OBM and you have (laughs) brought so much value to my business during that time that now it's just an absolute no-brainer. Love that. Ah, what a great review and testimonial. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll definitely always have me as your biggest fan. So thank you. um, It really has been a joy. So I guess one of the things that I have known about you since we have gotten to know each other is that you aren't afraid to pivot uh, Mm. and that you do kind of change direction as and when you either feel called to or feel that you need to. I'm wondering if that kind of plays into your bravery in business and what you kind of have to say to the audience about that. Yeah, for sure. I think that like a lot of people who get caught up in the whole, you know, like 
fear factor around, oh, this is what I said I'm going to do for the, you know, the rest of my life. So I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to keep, I guess, keep at it and just keep, you know, trying and trying and trying. Whereas my perspective is that, you know, like if I don't keep moving, I'm, you know, I'm not going to like achieve my goals. And so for me, like pivoting is around still moving forward. You know, you're not kind of like stopping the game. You're not stopping your progress and you're really just taking the next step and it may be forward or it could be to the side. (laughs) And for me, a lot of the time it's to the side. And I think, yeah, like there's for sure, there's a lot of bravery that comes into that because as I was saying before, you know, you could totally just believe that you're only meant to do one thing in your life or one thing for right now. And if you aren't connected to yourself and to your soul and what you're kind of meant to be doing in this moment, then you're going to just follow the kind of like the bouncing ball and keep following that rather than stopping, taking a moment and listening and kind of checking in and realizing, oh, actually, that's not necessarily where I want to go anymore. I need to actually look at this other thing that's happened and like appeared out of nowhere that is taking me in a different direction and see if that's something that I want to do. So yeah, I think just take that kind of like that step forward or to the side and see, see where that takes you. Mm, I love that. I love that. And I can definitely see how it would take a lot of bravery, particularly given the fact that you work with a lot of introverted clients and we know that introverts typically aren't that great with change. So I find it to be quite interesting and I think it's, again, testament to the way that you're able to support your clients through those changes as well. So, you know, very, very exciting stuff. If we were to break it down and look at, I guess, that concept of of being brave in business, so you shared a little bit about pivoting and and it sounds as though that's part of it for you. What does being brave in business really look like? I think it is really just taking, taking that kind of like, taking the potential of like what you who you are what you're meant to be and really just going forward with it and really just sort of like acknowledging that you know you're kind of here for something bigger than potentially just you know tapping away at the keyboard in um, an office somewhere or you know whatever that might be and taking you know the opportunities as they present themselves so yeah for me like I think I've probably always thought I should be an entrepreneur. I should have my own business, but um, it took me, yeah, like a long time (laughs) to get to this point where I decided and took that sort of like somewhat hesitant step initially, you know, like I still had the work, the kind of like career behind me that I was still kind of doing at the same time as starting my online business. And there's some power in taking some steps forward while you still have that kind of safety net but once you can kind of like let it go and let that safety net go there's everything else starts to open up and I know for me like I I was able to get to a certain point with the safety net but just accepting and knowing that you know that 
there's something more for me if I if I let that safety net go I take those steps forward without that the protection it really just opened up opportunities for me and like you know gave me kind of yeah more chances to more time more energy more capacity Mm. to do the things that I you know really felt like I'm here for. That was really my experience too when I ended up leaving my job and going full-time in my business is it was just so amazing that once I had more of that, you know, time, energy, space, that all of those opportunities started to really roll in. And it's like, I don't think you ever really have an appreciation of how many opportunities are really out there until you take the leap and yeah. give yourself a chance to, yeah. to, you know, to really go out there and, and do what it is that you want to do. So you've talked a little bit about, I guess, you know, taking a moment to think about what it is that you're here for and, you know, kind of following some of that inner truth. And I guess it ties back to a word that you shared earlier in this chat, which was listening. I'm just mm-hmm. wondering if there's anything specific any tangible ideas or activities that you could suggest for people if they're new to listening or you know taking stock of what you know what is it that my soul's trying to tell me yeah for sure so I tend to be someone that's super focused on like the future so it takes me a little bit of effort to actually stay present and to connect with in in the moment it's like it's not natural for me and my when I first started you know in this online world my first thing that I did was I was a soul alignment coach and basically that just meant that I was really focused on purpose and finding purpose and kind of like you know helping people through that and it still kind of is part of like you know the foundations of who I am and what I'm all about so all of my kind of like my answer to what you were asking it comes from that space comes from that time so I created a, a bit of a method that I see as a bit of a cycle that we go through with our purpose and it starts with sort of resetting and recalibrating and reviewing where we're at in the moment and this is something that I used and sort of created for myself around a time when I wasn't really sure what what I wanted to do anymore. I was, you know, feeling out other opportunities and I just like to come back to it. So things like decluttering, like that clears so much mental and physical sort of like space for us. So decluttering is a really tangible thing and it doesn't have to be, you know, going around and like cleaning up our rooms or our, you know, offices or our kitchen bench or whatever. It can be decluttering technology it can be going through our filing systems it can be you know detoxing from social media as I am at the moment and it's just like taking a step back and just opening like up that space so yeah there's so much that goes on for us and as I said decluttering is a huge one reviewing like where we've been you can't move forward until you until you've looked back mm-hmm. so you need to you really just need to sort of like take a moment look back on the year the month prior whatever it might be that you're kind of like feeling is the timeline for you and to ask yourself you know what do you want to bring forward what do you want to keep doing what do you want to stop doing and what do you want to start doing and those like those three questions can be so so powerful in themselves and that will really sort of yeah 
ground you in that moment and help you to kind of like start to take some steps forward. Mm, fantastic. I love it. And I think it, they're great questions to ask as well, because depending on kind of what your style is and the way that you like to work, you can answer them in so many different ways. I know that some of my clients would, you know, meditate on it, whereas I'm more of a journaler. So I'm the kind of person who wants to put pen to paper and and really get in there and explore all of the possibilities and and really kind of dive into each of those questions individually. So I think that's great. So you've shared some of your experiences that you've had since you started your business. I'd love to know what you think the bravest thing is that you've done since you started. Oh, my gosh. What could be the bravest thing? I don't know whether there's something that stands out. Maybe it is just that first deciding that I'm actually going to start a business and you know what it looked like then is like nowhere near what it looks like now looks like now but it, it it's all like those sort of stepping stones they all take me to this moment and take me forward so yeah I think that you know really just taking that moment to to tap into like what I was craving in that moment in mm. that time and it was I remember it really clearly because it was April I want to say 2019. I feel like that's not long ago enough, but maybe that's correct. No, I think it was 2018. That's why it doesn't feel like it's long <laughs> enough. <laughs> There's a whole year in between there that, that happened before COVID. So, yeah, that that year I yeah, just decided enough was enough and, like, I needed to do something different. I had a, I have a friend who was a, is a coach and she, like, I was sort of, you know, observing her, watching what she was doing and, really thought you know what there's something really cool about this and it was at a time also where I was receiving coaching which is my first time in that space and I thought this is fun like I could totally do this Uh, and I in fact I'm doing some of these elements in my in my work at the moment so yeah like first deciding I'm just going to go with a, a, a name and get a name registered and get a domain name and buy all of that and get that that have happening that was probably the biggest you know the the bravest thing that I that I kind of could pinpoint because mm. yeah it's all just like the flow-on effect to now there's little brave moments every here and every now and then but that's probably the biggest one <laughs> mm. and saying yes and getting started yeah you know I mean it, it does take so much courage yeah for sure absolutely I just wanted to take a quick break to tell you about my amazing business community, Bex Business Besties. It's a business membership with mastermind vibes and it is jam packed with value. They don't say value is my middle name for no reason. Join us for live masterclasses, group coaching sessions, online co-working, content creation sessions, and so much more. It's without a doubt my favorite place to hang out on the internet, and I know it could be yours too. Join us at popyourbusiness.com forward slash BBB. So why do you think that it's important that we do step out of our comfort zone as business owners? Oh, I just like what's the point otherwise like Mm. you know if we're (laughs) if we're not outside of our comfort zone then we're just kind of you might as well just work for someone else (laughs) you might as well just do the 
do the mundane and sorry for the nine to fivers that might be listening to this, but in my world that feels mundane. And yeah, like that that to me is the comfort zone. And so by by challenging yourself, by exploring the unknown. Mm. like that's really fun and exciting to me and I think that's like probably why I pivot so much and why I have so many different ideas because I I am excited by and challenged by what's what's unknown at the moment and like where that can take me Mm. which is quite interesting because most people have a fear around the unknown Mm. why do you think that you're different why do you think that the unknown gets you so excited (laughs) I don't know let me let me unpack that for a moment the opportunity the challenge the the possibility of what could come Mm. I just think I don't know there's just so much that I could be doing and yeah, I just, I, I'm not sure I can articulate it fully. <laughs> mm. It makes sense. I mean, like you, I'm quite futuristic yeah. uh, and often, you know, see myself in the future and it can be quite difficult to bring myself back to the present and go, oh, no, yeah. like things have to be done today in order for us to be able to get there. So, I mean, from from my perspective, I definitely get it and see, you know, the endless possibility and, you know, what what could happen and how exciting it could be and all of those kinds of things. But I think it is it is something that so many people are afraid of. Personally, I think maybe because of the fact that in those more traditional careers, we're kind of taught to, what is it, like suck it up and be happy with what we've got. Mm. And, you know, we have this message drummed into our heads so much about the fact that you know be happy with what you've given what you've been given and so to kind of go further than that it doesn't seem natural for a lot of people it's it almost seems like by by thinking outside of that you're breaking the rules yeah yeah absolutely I think yeah you've hit on so much like that is probably goes back to the conversation around comfort zone. Mm. Like we can kind of get sort of happy, like in a way in, in being stuck in where is safe. And, and I just think, yeah, there's just like, there's so many people that kind of don't know what they're capable of because Mm. they haven't explored who they are and like they haven't done those sort of where you know like where have I been where am I going kind of exercises that we're talking about before they just don't they just sort of allow themselves to keep like the you know keep the ball rolling and and I was that person like let's not kind of Mm. um forget that I definitely was that person I allowed my career to unfurl in a way that other people thought was right for me and I accepted that thinking oh yeah I'm good at this so I should do this and you know like the universe has its way to inter interject and and adjust things for you and apparently I took it took me three times to to learn (laughs) (laughs) 
to learn that I needed to actually break out of it. So, yeah, I just think, I don't know, I think I've kind of started going on to a whole nother tangent. So who knows <laughs> what, what you asked in the first place and where I'm headed, but I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> all good, all good. So we've we've touched on that fear and the fear of the unknown. And I guess another reason that I think there is so much natural fear for people around the unknown is because of the fact that it could lead to failure and we're always worried that you know what we don't know what if it doesn't work out and wouldn't that just be the the most terrible thing I'd love to know if you've had any so-called failures in your business uh, or if there's anything that you've done that hasn't gone to plan and if so how did you overcome it how did you move past it and how are you still here with us today yeah so look I've I've had so many failures but I don't believe in them being failures for me failures are well for what I what I believe is it's just a learning opportunity so Anytime something hasn't worked and it's deemed a failure, it just means that there's something that I can adjust. I can learn from it. I can, yeah, pivot on it if I need mm-hmm. to. So, yeah, there's, like, there's no such thing in my vocabulary as failure in the sense of what other people think of it. I, can, I still use the word failure, but it's not the same meaning to me. And I think I like to use you know those failures as like opportunities to review and like reset and and adjust if need be um like it's super important in launching you know and that strategy side of things to have an understanding of you know what didn't work and why and what's what can be adjusted and improved for next time so I, I would be hard to like pick out a particular failure because I celebrate them all and like they're all kind of just there's there's so many opportunities to learn and opportunities to expand what I'm doing so yeah I couldn't I don't think I can actually pinpoint a particular failure that's um, like impactful only that they all are and they all can do you know so much for me and and for business owners like just really kind of embrace the failure embrace that moment and what is possible from it. Mm. Do you think that your opinion of failure has changed since studying NLP? I think it's probably, yeah, like it's definitely helped it. I, prior to studying NLP, I was like, very, I still believed in that, like that around, you know, that meaning around failure, but it was, it was new. Like it was, it was a decision I chose to mm. like change my behaviours and my opinions around failures because up to that point like I felt like I had failed in a lot of ways and things hadn't worked out the way they should and it it was a conscious decision to reframe it um Mm. so yeah I was definitely reframing before I knew it was a thing in NLP but yeah I'd say it probably like even though I don't practice NLP with clients so much it's super it's super foundational about like how I exist Mm, yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah I guess just to kind of dive into that a little further some 
some people listening might wonder why I asked that question. One of the presuppositions of NLP or neuro-linguistic programming is that there's no such thing as failure, there's only feedback. And it's become a little bit of a motto in my house is that, you know, whenever there is that discussion around things that are going wrong, my husband and I will throw that one at each other at the ready. He is not NLP trained, but I think he's had that uh, phrase drummed into his head so much that I've even actually heard him using it on his work colleagues. So (laughs) I really, really love it. But I know that you know, for me, ever since I've been in business, I've always had that really strong growth mindset or abundance mindset. But really doing the NLP study and then actually having the words around that, you know, to be able to say there's no such thing as failure, there's only feedback, I think really, really helped me to change the way that I approached failure and the way that I kind of responded to failure in my business as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it sort of like creates this backbone or framework to kind of embrace, I suppose, NLP. And like, as I was saying before, some of the things that, you know, are presuppositions and like, you know, the known kind of elements of NLP, I had already like started on that sort of Mm. journey. It uh, still much of it was new to me and like exploded my brain yeah <laughs> which totally. is really cool <laughs> it's uh it took me a couple of guys of, of doing NLP training for me to actually let a lot of it sink in so I yeah a lot of brain explosions happening so we know that there are new entrepreneurs out there even experienced entrepreneurs out there who aren't necessarily going after their dreams because of the fact that they've got that fear and whether it is a fear of failure a fear of success or a fear of the unknown a fear of something else I'd love to know what advice you would give to those business owners to kind of kick them into gear and get them going back to chasing their dreams and going after what they really want well let's Let's bring it back to like the pivoting side of things, you know, like I think that is, it's okay to have things not work out because like in my view, as long as we're not slowing it down to like a standstill and, you know, like taking steps backwards, then you're in a good position. So, you know, if things aren't working, if there's this sort of sense of, like, you know, it's not kind of going the direction that you wanted it to take or things aren't kind of like panning out, have a look at what may be like on in your periphery, like what sort of things are being kind of, I guess, like let's go into the woo-woo space, like what, you know, yeah. is the universe telling us that we are, should be doing instead or like let's not say should, should's not the right word, but what could we else could we be doing? and perhaps just observe that for a moment and take it take it you know step by step and seeing what kind of could happen instead I think yeah just allowing what has happened to be what it is Mm. and it's okay to like take a moment and to just realize you know recognize where you're at and and perhaps you know wallow a little bit if things haven't worked out but coming to it from a perspective of what you can bring out of it, what you can bring out of any, you know, failure, anything that hasn't worked well to your standards, 
bringing some of that sort of metric, some of that data, some of the sense of like, oh, what's the word? I don't know. So like, yeah, just looking back at the, the details that brought you to that point and, and choosing to take them forward and like choosing what you want to want out of it to bring you forward. Awesome. So what have you got coming up in your business that you'd like to tell the audience about? This will be funny because whenever you're listening to it, it could be completely different. Like, <laughs> let's, be Too true. let's be honest, you know, in, in 12 months time, am I going to be a strategist? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> am I going to be into launching? Who knows? But at the moment, like I'm super lit up by helping people with creating, you know, amazing launches for their amazing products or programs. And I'm also really like into helping people with like the behind the scenes of all of that too. Like, you know, how the course exists, like the sales page, the funnels, the opt-ins, all of those sort of like moving parts. So yeah, I'm like, that's where I'm, where I'm at at the moment, working with people in that space. I have a membership that is like a super entry-level kind of opportunity to get to know me. Um, part of that is a private podcast, which I'm super excited about. Having, you know, turned off my podcast for a while since last year, it's really cool to just jump in and just, yeah, download some stuff for my brain and see <laughs> and see what comes out. But yeah, so that is something that I'm happy, you know, really excited to be working with and on at the moment. But otherwise, who knows? Who knows what else is coming? So many possibilities. <laughs> yeah. So where can people find you if they want to find out more about what you're doing in this moment or the next moment or the moment <laughs> after that? So at this present time, I'm actually on a social media hiatus and I haven't fully decided what it will look like when I come back into Instagram but generally Instagram is sort of like my space and you can find me at the T-H-E Brie Boucher B-R-E-E-B-O-U-C-H-E-R and the same handle on Facebook as well if you want to hit me up over there but I think at the moment yeah if you find me there or on my website briebaucher.com that's probably going to be my hub and then everything else will filter out from there so yeah have a have a chat to me on social media and maybe I'll be on there <laughs> fantastic amazing we'll make sure that all of your links are in the show notes as well thank you so much for coming on the podcast today Brie it's been really awesome to have this chat with you and uh, can't wait to see what you do next <laughs> my pleasure thank you so much Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Brave in Business podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, leave me a rating, five stars preferably, and a review. You can also join me over on socials at Pop Your Biz. If you want to hang out with me and my fabulous community of small business owners, you should definitely think about joining Bex Business Besties. It's an online membership with mastermind vibes and is honestly my favorite place to hang out on the internet. You can find out more at popyourbusiness.com forward slash BBB. I'll see you in the next episode.